Consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media. Uh, it's a reason why we decided it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online because come on, the black hole mix. <laughs> Who knew that NASA would drop that bomb on us and we're trying to decipher and make sense of whether or not it's freaky or really interesting. All right, from the hottest issues to transfer our daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Lots to cover today. Yes, and I'm kind of excited because we're apparently going to try to play that soundbite for yeah. you and you can decide for yourself, is this mega cool or... Kind of creepy. <laughs> I think it's going to be a mix between the mm. two. And sometimes that's how great pop songs are made. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, maybe there is something to be learned there. Yep. But before we get there, mm-hmm. uh, Extraordinary Attorney Wu, we're not even close to being done talking about it. In mm. fact, it's still uh, causing a lot of buzz in yep. number of fronts. Namely, I do think there are lines that could could have been potentially lost in translation, mm-hmm. but apparently not. I think this one was probably a really difficult uh, show to translate yeah. into any language, really. In any, it's not just an yeah. English thing. This just happened to right. catch our attention because, mm-hmm. well, look at which language we're broadcasting in. <laughs> and uh, I know that uh, several of my friends asked the question, I wonder how they're going to dub this, you know, what it's going to sound like. You know, that iconic line where yeah, yeah. the protagonist, when she introduces herself, right? Yeah. So Netflix shared uh, yesterday the behind the scenes of the dubbing of the popular TV show. And uh, the project is taking place in Burbank, California. And okay. so far, the team has finished around 50% of the voiceover work. They must be proud. They must be proud oh, of the yeah. work that they're doing. Uh-huh. They rarely share... I suppose the dubbing process, um, it's its not necessarily really interesting footage if you right, think about exactly. it, but they're clearly really proud and they mm-hmm. want us to know. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the, the the famous line that I just uh, mentioned, mm-hmm. which translates in English to Goose Tomato Swiss Indian Shooting Star Uyongu Yoksam Station, uh, which is basically uh, just a bunch of random words mixed together d- if we translate it directly. Exactly. Yeah. And that would be lost in translation, right. but because it's supposed mm-hmm. to kind of mirror each other, the word itself, yeah. if you will. If you read it from the front or from the back, it's it's the same word. It's spelled out exactly yes, the same. Exactly. So. And uh, those words were reportedly translated to kayak, oh. deed, rotator, noon, race car, Wyongu, her name, and civic for Yoksamyok. Civic kind of, I don't know, that that impressed me a little mm-hmm. bit. So I was like, oh, oh right. I know, right? I, it's just a kayak. They went yes. through a lot of deliberation <laughs> before they came up with that word one word civic uh, but in the subtitles when you watch uh the show on netflix yes. uh they just use yoksam station uh, you know translations can't always be on point right it is an art craft in its own and sometimes yeah. it's difficult to translate it but anyway maybe it would have been better to use civic instead right i know because there's a certain rhythm yeah. you know when she says this yeah. line and she says it differently every single time depending yeah. on the situation and who she's you know introducing this herself to yeah so anyways uh, the consultant who was in charge of overseeing the translation yeah. process said that he really thought hard about how native english 
English speakers could understand the line not only linguistically, but also culturally as well. I feel like this could be a really interesting interview. Yes. Because the process for, I think, translating mm-hmm. for TV is also very different. TV and yes. movies, it has to fit a certain rhythm, like yep. you said. It can't be too long. It can't be too short. And the magic of that is tough if yep. you've ever done anything similar. You mentioned similar. this might be an interesting interview. I think Team GMS should get to work. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listening yeah. out there? <laughs> All right. So, of course, uh, as we alluded to, there are many elements to consider. For example, the form of honorifics. I think that's kind of a tough one anytime a Korean TV show yep. or movie gets translated to any other language. Uh, it is used between uh, these characters in the law firm, for example, yes. to respect seniority in some yep. cases. Some of them are also close friends. Yeah. Uh, so all of this has to be delivered in this single iconic line. Yeah. So you would have to yeah. consider the context of the original lines. Yes. And what it means to say something informally while using the honorific form. It's, it's giving so, me a headache. I know. It's so <laughs> difficult. Anyways, uh, the the casting crew, they did the casting. And okay. for the role of Uyongwu, the protagonist, uh, they cast uh, an actress. Uh, her name is Suan Pian, who mm-hmm. is uh, Taiwanese and who actually has autism spectrum disorder. And uh, the casting crew really wanted to preserve the integrity mm-hmm. of the original show mm-hmm. in the dubbed version as well. Mm-hmm. Now, the actress says the experience was really immersive. Mm. Uh, she said while she acted out her part, she used body gestures and uh, she found herself <laughs> you know, making the facial expressions. And she said that it helped tremendously that she has experienced everything that the, the character Wu Yong has gone through mm. in the story. And she says she could especially relate to the part where Wu got super excited when she talked about whales. <laughs> you know, she would just <laughs> randomly break out into these monologues, right? Yes, uh, yeah. yes exactly. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were other, you know, cast members. One of them is Korean American, mm-hmm. and uh, he said he really tried to portray the the, the Korean sensitivities. I guess, uh, you know, when he delivered his lines, and yeah. he said it's, it was a super difficult process. I, I saw an interview that yeah. he did somewhere, yeah. I think on YouTube somewhere. It, 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 I've got to say, these are different times. I mean, I know for our, our younger listeners, you're thinking this is the way. This has always been the way. Yeah. It's not. Just ten years ago, we're having entirely different conversations yes. about certain Korean American actors saying that you know, while she was mm-hmm. depicting a Korean character, she was given a Chinese passport. Yes. Things like this is yeah. really recent memory, guys. Yep. And now inclusivity is on a whole different kind of level. I remember when Wu was getting kind of this, like, I don't want to say mm-hmm. heat because it's celebrated just as much. It's yep. deciphered and dissected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, families with um, members who have the autism mm-hmm. spectrum disorders came out and said some are very supportive of the drama yeah. and some aren't because they don't think it's realistic. And the director and the screenwriter of the original show came out and said mm-hmm. it's not meant to depict everyone of the autism right. spectrum disorder order. However, they had hoped that it would pave a way mm-hmm. for someone with autism to maybe be yes. part of the creative process. And to get the conversation going. Look, and we are talking yep, about it. Yep. And here is a Netflix cast of Su An Pian, a yes. Taiwanese actress who actually does have the autism spectrum exactly. disorder. Yep. The story is complete. <laughs> <laughs> On to uh, a local event that is exciting a lot of people, especially if you're a big night owl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so the 2022 Yongyang Starlight Firefly Festival is going to be held 
held at Yongyang Firefly Ecological Park in Yongyanggun County in Gyeongsangbuk-do province. Uh, this is a two-day festival that's going to kick off this Saturday, mm. August 27th. The festival is back for the first time in three years, <laughs> like everything else, because of the <laughs> pandemic. And uh, apparently, according to the county, the fireflies appear around this time of the year, mm-hmm. around the end of August, mm. when summer gives way to autumn. Okay. And uh, participants can observe fireflies, of course, every day after 7.30 p.m. Presumably, this is when the sun goes down. Mm. And uh, this venue, uh, the Yongyang Firefly Ecological Park, was designated as Asia's first night sky protection park. Oh. Yeah. So if the weather cooperates, people can observe even the Milky Way with their bare eyes. No. Yeah. That is so cool. I I think you get all the bonus Right. Exactly. Now, the park is surrounded by these typical mountainous terrain that makes the land really difficult to farm. And as a result, the county is one of the least populous in the entire country. We have a very densely populated, dense populated areas everywhere. Like Seoul. Like Seoul. <laughs> and uh, as the as isolated the park is, uh, it's only a 4.5 hour drive from the capital. So it's, <laughs> I don't know, it depends on, <laughs> do you like to drive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do you like long drives? Yeah. So sometimes you need to let your car do have hey, to. I would drive yeah. 4.5 hours, four and a half hours to go see the Milky Way. I really and, would. Uh, be surrounded by fireflies. It's, it's funny because because you live in Korea, yeah. you're exposed to Korean geography, and yeah. you're thinking up to five <laughs> hours, I should be go from one end to the other. However, if you think about the grand spectrum of things, yeah. I don't know, like the U.S. that I was just in, <laughs> four and a half hours sounds right. like a treat. Yes. Now, there's another Firefly Festival that I want to briefly ah. mention that's also kicking off this weekend. Okay. Uh, it's going to take place in Mujugun County in mm. Jolapukto province mm. starting Saturday. It's going to be held for a little bit longer, uh, all the way until September. 4th. If you want more information on this festival, you can go to this website, www.fire Firefly. That's supposed to be firefly.or.kr. Isn't that? That's like the best, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> domain. How name. did they get this domain? I know, right? Someone uh, was on top of their game. Anyways, the Muju Firefly Festival is also very popular. It takes place every fall in Muju, uh, which is a natural habitat for fireflies ah. and marsh snails, oh. which the fireflies feed on. You learn something new yep. every day. Mm-hmm. There you go. I didn't know we had so many firefly events. I mean, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. You know what? This Muju uh, Firefly Festival is apparently so popular. I have a colleague with two kids Uh and she was just like basically on standby in front of her laptop trying to get reservations. Oh, okay. I'm really late to the game. (laughs) I'm assuming some of our listeners are late to the game. Now you're invited. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, onto that sound vibe that is either, I don't know, making you interested or slightly freaked out. NASA sharing a sound vibe of what the black hole sounds like. That just sounds... It just sounds bad. Yeah. I think we associate black hole, I don't know, with a vacuum. There shouldn't be sound. Um, exactly. Things like that. Most people assume that uh, there is no sound, yeah. at least audible to the human ear, because right. it's a vacuum, basically, right? Right, right, right Well, yeah. anyways, a team at NASA recently tweeted a 34-second clip saying there's a misconception that there is no sound in space. Mm. Uh, the team explains a galaxy cluster has so much gas... Mm-hmm that uh, they've actually picked up sound, actual sound, and uh, they, they've shared the amplified uh, audio 
of uh, the the sound mixed with other data, mm. and uh, that's why it's called a black hole mix. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't that a funny name too? <laughs> that's right. Anyways, uh, researchers have associated the black hole in the Perseus galaxy cluster with sound mm. since 2003. Oh, yeah, and astronomers discovered that pressure waves sent out by the black hole caused ripples in the cluster's hot gas that could be translated into a musical note. Look at that. Right? Now, the signals that we're going to hear soon are, are 144 quadrillion and 288 quadrillion times higher than their original frequency. Okay. That means that's actually 57 octaves lower than the middle C note. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. so that they means... they did have to amplify a great deal a great deal. decipher it. Yeah, okay. that means in easy terms, the sound isn't exactly what you would hear if you were close to the black hole. Oh, that's a funny thought, to be close to the black <laughs> <I> hole. <know. laughs> when? Whenever, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with that in mind, should we take a listen yes. to the sound bite? Because we do have it prepared. I just got the chills. Yeah, and I listened to it already in the morning. You I'm know sure what? You did too. I didn't because I wanted to surprise myself. And you and you're surprised? Yes. I'm a little, okay, yeah, I am getting whoa <laughs> goosebumps. Okay, because initially when I heard it. Uh-huh much quieter. I thought, ooh, kind of sounds like a whale. But I was also reading the Uyongu story. So maybe my mind was somewhere else. Yeah. And now that I blasted into my ears. Well, that's super thoughts? interesting. See, one of our listeners yeah. saying, that sounds like, like a, a whale. whale. <laughs> I think we set the tone with Uyongu. I, I apologize. But, you know, of course, people are excited about the yeah. soundbite, frightened by the soundbite. Yeah. There's a lot of reactions. You know, the audio clip has garnered more than 14 million views <laughs> as of Wednesday. And most so Social media users agree that uh, the audio is pretty spooky. Now, yeah. one r- person wrote on Twitter, according to NASA, a black hole sounds like billions of souls wailing in anguish from the depths of hell. Okay, I should set the tone there. <laughs> uh, another person wrote, turns out the sound of a black hole sounds 100 times more frightening than you could have imagined. That's and true. I love this one because we're, we're moving into fall and yeah. Halloween is not too far away. Somebody wrote, hey Siri, add Black Hole by NASA to the Halloween playlist. Can you imagine? I love social media. <laughs> I was going to say, social media shines bright today. People are yep. so clever. Aren't they? If you can one-up it, good morning, soul listeners, let us know. What yeah. are your two cents on the Black Hole remix? Yeah, that was know. That was That was insane. <laughs> I'm still tripping out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Erica, for a fun conversation. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.